Hey everybody, welcome back to Salted Hash. I'm your host, Steve Reagan. Today we're at Black Hat in sunny, hot, humid, desert, arid area. Black Hat in Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, you know where I am, you can hear from the background. I'm with Ingen Akil, the CTO and co-founder of Distill Networks. We're gonna talk about some bots. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back. How are you? How is your show? Good, good. I mean, we're having a pretty good show right now. Um, had a lot of people come by the booth, a lot of people coming and talking with the team. Uh, we also hosted a Black Hat party last night, oh, which yeah? is pretty extravagant. I think we had over a thousand people kind of show up, drop in, um, and see the, the show that we had going on. So it's been a good week so far. Good. I'm glad to hear that. That's yeah. awesome. Normally, we don't get this kind of detail. So, <laughs> so it was a good party turnout. You're having good, obviously, good booth turnout. Yeah. You, you can't see it because it's behind the camera. But when we got here, there's actually a crowd of people around the booth. So we kind of had to fight our way in. It's pretty funny. We did try to get the smallest booth possible. You, you know, did. It, it, and they hit it from us really well. It was a scavenger <laughs> hunt to get over here. So um, real quick, earlier this year, we, we were talking about all kinds of things you guys are up to, and you were doing some research. So let's start there. Tell me about the latest research you guys have got coming out and what's going on. Yeah, I mean, so we actually recently published like two kind of big reports that a lot, a lot of people have been interested in. One was talking about uh, mobile applications and how bots have been using mobile applications to attack websites and get data. And the other one was about account takeover attacks specifically and how bots were being used to actually pro proliferate and do account takeover attacks against websites with logins, paywalls, and otherwise restricted content behind accounts. And so that was the one actually that really, really interested me, the, the account takeover. So when you were looking at that, what are some what are some cherry stats from that the, the report you put out with account takeovers that stand out to you? What are some things that made you step back for a moment? Yeah, I mean, so uh, the the thing that really always gets to me when I look at account or any of our account takeover statistics is just the volume of attacks that we get, um, and that's an interesting statistic because. It really means that with the proliferation of cheap compute, mm -hmm. it's very easy for botters to do one or two requests spread across thousands upon thousands of IPs. I think 60,000 was the highest botnet we've seen. Uh, and basically fall on the radar of most security applications. Right? If you're just doing one or two requests, by the time a team comes in or by the time machine intelligence kicks in, like you've already gone from that IP address. Yep. And one or two requests is all you really need to do to hit an API endpoint with a username and a login, test any data that you may have, test any lists that you may have bought from the dark web or any other source, and then move on. And yeah. oh, with that sheer volume, you're essentially running through millions of, of different possible combinations in a very short period of time. So you kind of touched on it. Real quick, walk me through how a bot takes over an account. What does that look like either as a, an observer or on the network side when you're just yeah. reading logs? What does a, an account takeover look like? Yeah, so I mean, the, the first thing that we always key on, and we kind of internally call it campaign detection, um, is that we will notice spikes in traffic, sometimes in irregular hours, sometimes in normal hours, that's a little bit more intense and more focused than norm. Most websites, they do have a workflow to the website. You just go through, they'll browse something, they'll click on login, they'll go through some motions. Accounts or, or bots are very specifically focused. They will go in right to the login, and they'll, they'll begin going through combinations. And when anytime we see a spike in traffic, we see very low request volume, so it's not that many requests, 
but it's distributed across a very wide number of machines, then we start to get suspicious. Uh, are, is there like a sale going on with the, with the customer? Is there a major event or, or ticket for a major concert going on? Or really, is, uh, is, is there something else going on? And generally, once we start diving into the data, and we start noticing that it's coming all distributed across the world from different hour, different time zones, different countries, then it starts to become, well, probably not related to a sale, yeah. probably not related to an event that might be location specific. Uh, maybe there's something else going on here. And then as we dive in further, we start looking at some of the signatures, like did they run JavaScript? Are they hitting the API directly or did they browse here? Is there a refer? We start looking at some of these signatures, we start to get a better picture of what's going on. So then, with that considered, what are some things that developers or web administrators can do to lessen the risk of a, a, a bot takeover or exposure to these types of attacks? Yeah, I mean, that's a very, very good question. With distributed botnets and the fact that you can get larger and larger botnets for a very cheap amount of money, in the traditional ways of stopping that are starting to kind of fall behind. I mean, you could... Uh, when we first started Distill seven years ago, IP rate limiting was like the way people would stop this. Oh, yeah. and, and even today when we talk with companies that have uh, logins and they, they have some sort of paywall, they're like, well, you know, if we see a lot of login attempts, we'll freeze it and we'll stop it. But the thing is, logging in that and actually getting control of an account, that's gravy. What, we're, what a lot of attackers are doing is they're validating the information that they already have. Yeah. So they're trying to go through massive amounts of lists and massive amounts of combinations to see like which one of these are valuable and they actually have an account, which one don't. Uh, the best methods that we've kind of seen to help slow this down usually actually in involves adding things to the site that requires the browser to do more than just load the page and then send a post with the information. Things like uh, JavaScript inspection or JavaScript challenges. Um, we do JavaScript challenges where we force the browser to actually do a hash algorithm in the background, kind of slows things down. Um, and also fingerprinting the actual connection coming in so that we can see that if it's like, hey, if it's a full-grown browser, well, that's one higher tier of advanced bot. It's not just running a script somewhere. It's actually trying to emulate a browser. And then if in that emulation, did they use a VM image? Yeah. So are the signatures similar across a lot of things? And I think that for developers uh, that have that capability of doing that type of signature, that type of fingerprinting, looking for the botnets that have similar characteristics, maybe the JavaScript data that they're posting back, the screen resolution, some of the screen properties are all similar. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of like key tell signs that there's some organized attack going on. Well, listen, thanks for taking the time yeah. to talk to us. I appreciate it. My name's Steve Reagan, and this has been Salted Hash. We're going to be out here at Black Hat all week long. So stay tuned, and we'll have more stuff for you from the show. See you soon.